All right, what's up, you guys? Oh, excuse me. That just came in all out of nowhere. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Hi, Ethereum. It's good to see you. Welcome, Quez. Am I saying that right? Can you tell us how to pronounce your name? Yeah, that's right. Quez. Appreciate y'all having me. Of course. We are absolutely thrilled to have you. Um, I'm just going to invite Krishna to speak one more time. I'm not sure if... I have been finding that Twitter spaces have been rugging all day. I know I kept getting kicked out of one space, so I'm really hoping that that's not what's happening right now. Um, Amanda, how are you? I'm good. Sorry, I'm trying to retweet the room to a couple of my groups, but I am amazing. I'm so excited to do this today, and I'm so excited to meet Quiz. Awesome. And I apologize for the graphic uh, that has you with a really skinny neck. I don't normally draw men, so. Hey, listen, yeah, you, you made me look a lot better than anybody else ever has, so I'm perfectly <laughs> fine with that. Okay, awesome. That's amazing. And by the way, um, apparently she only learned how to use Photoshop 10 weeks ago. She's been tricking us all because we thought she was like a pro and then she comes out like oh yeah i have no idea what i'm doing except for everything that she does is amazing <laughs> so that's illustrator the thing i did of quez is illustrator like drawing with a pen like real art photoshop is way different super super different well you know what's great about all of that is like it you don't have to be a pro you just have to like put in the reps so you get better like anyone can objectively get better at something, anything, as they do it more. So even if it was just 10 weeks ago, if you're doing that like, you know, several times each week, progressively, like you're bound to just get so much better at what you're doing, you know? So I applaud you for, for pulling up. Like I said, I loved it. And and before we even started, if I may, I would love to also just give some flowers to you too, because like I, I really really appreciate the amount of love that you guys have been spreading uh even just in like retweeting and sharing even just having the space all together when coprod had invited me on i was like huh all right like uh someone gives a shit i guess that's pretty cool let's do it so appreciate that by the way if i'm not allowed to curse let me know because sometimes i do speak like a sailor i mean it's totally fine with me i don't know if anybody else is like worried 100 yeah, percent yeah <laughs> it's fine um and yeah absolutely you know quiz i definitely felt like uh you made a a really good impact a lot of the time when you spoke to people and, and it was a lot of just you interacting with people on tweets that was like you know what i think this would be a really good person for us to talk with because i suspect he's got a lot to say um welcome nicole how are you um i guess we'll start actually launch in krishna i'm not sure if you want to send me a uh, a dm or something if something's not working um i i i don't know what to do in this situation <laughs> if uh if she's maybe trying to join via desktop i know that they supposedly launched support for it but i i think that's actually what's been very finicky i would still go with the true and trusted mobile uh, join and if that's still not working then you know at elon musk listen motherfucker what the hell is going on a hundred percent dude and i was just complaining today because i was trying to 
um, our, our, the space just before this is typically an art blitz where we like get together and we have uh, time. We, we take 20 minutes and we all create based off of a prompt. Um, and then uh, we end up taking all of our creations and, and compiling them into one NFT and sending it to all of our creators, right? But the previous one, we decided to do a, oh, she's having trouble. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Just keep keep working on it. No pressure. Um, but the last one we did was an ugly poetry contest that, that Amanda found from Scales NFTs. And it was amazing. But I wanted to change the name of the space. And it just wouldn't let me do it. Wouldn't let me change anything. And then people were getting kicked out all day throughout different spaces. So I think definitely Twitter's doing something funky. Um, but while we get, oh, there she is. Hey, sorry, y'all. I'm always having trouble joining with my phone on these things. I don't know what the issue is, but I'm excited to be here. And Quez, I, um, I really liked what you said about Anonymous going, going forth and putting in the reps on Photoshop. That was a really, really awesome way to start. I'm excited to talk to you. <laughs> And I'm super excited to have you up here. I'm glad. I'm glad Twitter let it be. The universe let it be. Yeah. So we are in synchronicity right we now. We are. Absolutely. So I guess we'll just kick it off. Um, Quetz, what are three words that you think others most use to describe you in Web3? So I will say I, I, I don't have any expectations of how others would perceive me if i if i were to answer the question in a way that um rings true i would i would hope the first word is reliable uh someone that you know people can depend on i'm willing to show up and uh, <laughs> again part of my choice of words but like eat shit right I'm, I'm willing to do the work i'm willing to get down and and help anybody so uh reliable would be one you can count on me for anything. Uh, the second would be genuine. I take a tremendous deal of pride in presenting myself as I am. Uh, and this is coming from an individual who, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm traveling into my adulthood now. And <laughs> when you look back, right, in retrospect, things seem so clear. Like, oh, how, how could I have not been my truest self? Well, it's like, well, because you were 16, you were an idiot 10 years ago. So, but whatever. Um, but like, I, I've, I've really come into my own character a lot more and I'm very proud of myself and like the way I present my heart on my sleeve. So, uh, genuine. And then the third would be, pardon me, I'm, I'm thinking about it as I go. Uh, and then the third would be, I guess, charismatic. I think I bring a really fun energy around people. I, I enjoy being around others. I enjoy speaking. Uh, I also despite the fact that I will be talking a lot, uh, do not get it twisted. I do also enjoy listening a tremendous deal. I think there's just a ton that you could take away from what people say. I'm a big proponent of having good choice of words, uh, speaking clearly, listening clearly, making sure that we're on the same page, massive proponent of communication and like, Hey, let's just make sure we're, you know, we're on the same wavelength. So those would be my, my three words. I loved how you um, started that question off or like you, you said, you know, you don't let other how others perceive you or I don't remember exactly what you said, but what 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 triggered inside of me was, you know, you're going to describe 
yourself as how you see yourself instead of how others see yourself because that's the truest version of you. And I realized that that's really what this question means and like how you answer is just a reflection of the way that you see yourself. So that was really cool for me. <laughs> it's all projections, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Name of the game. I just love also, so for context, Lindsay um, is the one, she's so amazing. She reached out to all of the people that have been on our show. And just in the first five seconds, the way you've described yourself, it just makes so much sense, right? Because those are the same values. I think that the, the people that are in this room listening, it's like something that we all share. And so I'm just so excited to dig in deep uh, and go more into that, just like right off the bat. Awesome. Yeah, one of the one of the interesting word choices that I thought you had on one of the, the tweets that you shared was diving into the psyche of, <laughs> of Quez. And I was like, very nice. Like, I, I love going deep. I'm not a, I'm not a small talk kind of person. I mean, I can do it. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, the weather, whatever the fuck. But like, you know, I'm, I'm down to talk. Like, let, let's let's get into it kind of deal. I will be real with you. The word siren with the three of us has been has been said. We're really good at getting people to talk. So I love that. And we're just going to jump in. You said you don't like small talk, but we always throw a softball at the beginning, right? So we're going to start hour one. How do you start your day, Krez? So um, I, am, I will say that I do not live this, you know, to a T. Not every single day I am I able to execute this perfectly, but my ideal day, uh, the, the the strongest starts to my days are, uh, well, it starts with the night before. I was able to go to bed at a decent hour. Um, this is coming from a gentleman who has spent a tremendous deal of time uh, as a night owl, so regularly staying up till three or four in the morning. And, you know, I'm, I'm trying to break those habits that I've formed over a long time and not to say that I think it's a problem to be awake at the eve like late into the night I really enjoy it to be honest with you um but the person that I identify as is is a person that wakes up early before the sun so I went to bed so it starts with the night before I went to bed early and I and I woke up my dog I have two wonderful dogs Sophie and Zeus um they're both awesome and they usually wake me up so it's not always super consistent, but some somewhere between like 6.30 to 8 at the latest, uh, they'll wake me up. The first thing that I would do is, well, I mean, they're just on my ass, so they want to go outside. I would take them outside, and I live here in sunny, beautiful, wonderful Florida, and uh, just getting the sun on my face, you know, for about the first five minutes. I also start walking around. I'm very grateful that I have a, a fair amount of land to kind of just walk on so i'll walk up and down the driveway start getting the, the blood flowing through the body things are good feeling good um i'll then come back inside after the dogs are all tired make sure they have their you know a little bit of food some water i'll take my what, I, what i'm calling now my morning juice which is basically a blend of um you know all these like natural vitamins and shit whatever all that all that you know oh my god let's get healthy whatever the fuck vibe uh that's uh athletic greens not sponsored just something that i'm using i've been trying lately i'm quite fond of it after that um i'll basically get ready for the day i'll get changed and i'll instantly head to the gym uh i i'm a big believer that your health is like arguably the most important thing in the world so 
if you are able to get your workout out of the way, you've, you've completed the hardest thing that you'll have to do. And it's like, and anything could happen. People, like a hundred thousand people could hit your phone, you know, like pandemonium could just be arising left and right. The kids are crying, the, the this and that and the house and whatever, like everything could happen, but you already worked out so you can handle it. So big, big believer of, of starting the day strong. Um, again, right. Tapping into that a lot more. I'm not saying every day is perfect, but I'm, getting better, significantly better at it. Then uh, I'll come back. I will prepare a nice little, I'm on this new like alternative coffee shit lately. It's called Everyday Dose. Uh, again, also not sponsored, but I will recommend the living hell out of it because one, it tastes delicious as a fifth of caffeine of uh, what you would normally take in in coffee. And mind you, I'm Cuban, so I'll drink like uh, espresso, which is like, legalized a legalized form of crack cocaine condensed into a small little shot and uh, <laughs> uh that'll definitely get you going but it'll get you a little jitters so this other alternative i've found that it's been treating me a lot better in terms of not giving me jitters enabling me to be more calm and tranquil and focused so uh from there right i'll breakfast shower um all that good stuff and then i'll read i'll journal and when I journal, it's it's mainly just asking myself a question of, how do you feel? What's on your mind? I like, are you concerned about something? Are you stressed out about something? Like, what was something that you've, like, it'll it'll just come to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I won't necessarily think about it too too hard. Just whatever I'm thinking, whatever I'm feeling, I'll, I'll try to get it out. Uh, from that point on, then then I actually like, I guess start the day like the work day. Um, and that'll usually go around being on Twitter, right? having the social presence, getting involved in conversations. Um, as for my primary role is in as as a community manager for NameTag. And a lot of that is just checking up on Discord and seeing uh, folks from other time zones, right? Like if there were support tickets, that, that's like, I would say that's the bulk of my work there is uh, handling support tickets, understanding what frustrations or goals or suggestions people might have uh, so I'll sort through all of that make sure that gets situated and then I'll start planning out content for the day um, as, as you guys so kindly wrote here I'm also a founder of my own company I opened it up in uh, February 7 2020 just before the pandemic like really really hit and um, I, I won't I won't go off too much on a tangent there but it's it's my first company and I feel like I've failed it for the last two and a half years, pretty much up until this point. Um, but that's okay, right? Like it's, it's perfectly fine to fail. I've just, I've learned as a result. And I'm not here to say that I'm, you know, oh, I'm not gonna let it die. It's not so much that, it's more like I've, I've enabled it to transform. And um, that's what I, that's where I was gonna get to, which is about content. So then I'll, I'll plan out what, what kind of things I'm gonna start recording. Uh, lately, I've been doing a lot more radio show and podcast. Uh, I just think I have a, you know, good personality to be a radio host. Like, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to whatever the fuck, right? Like, so um, tapping more into the things that I, I perceive as my strengths. And uh, and then podcasting is just like a, I do another show that's called The Steady Compass. And all I do is interview interesting individuals and ask them about basically really hard questions like, what are the, what are their goals? What are their dreams? What are the things that were like? Tell me about times that you failed. 
tell me about times that you, you know, like we're, we're going through it. And I do all of this in an attempt to showcase to anybody, any regular uh, listener that, Hey, like we're all human, you know, we all go through the same shit and, you know, we sure that we might have some differences here and there, but we are significantly more like uh, alike one another than we could ever be different. And I think that when you're looking at someone that you perceive as like, wow, that's a magnificent person. They really got it all figured out. It's like, no, motherfucker, they're, they're clueless just like you. And, and everyone's trying to figure it out. So the, the, the essence of the show is that, hey, like, you know, feel, I'm going to ask you hard questions. I'm going to let you feel comfortable. You know, you don't have to answer anything you don't want to answer. But, um, you know, let's just show people that we're all human. Because that's, that's the name of the game. We're all human here. So uh, I go through that. Then lunchtime. And then the rest of my day is just, again, oh, shit, sorry. And then the rest of my day is just work stuff, which, uh, again, could be um, speaking with individuals. I'll, I'll host, like, a name tag social, uh, which is just, like, a, a, a community hangout. You could say, like, a community town hall. Uh, share updates of marketing stuff. Again, forgive me if I'm rambling. I'm just trying to provide as much of a comprehensive answer. But even though you only asked me about the morning, but whatever, I, I rambled on a little further than that. But that, that's usually how my days start off and then run into. No, go, love the long answers. And I just have to follow back on what you said when you first started, like about your your company and feeling like you failed. And honestly, like being in the same situation, right? And going through very similar things. Like, I just, I love your take on it. And it kind of gave me chills, like, you got to reset your mind. And what a wonderful headspace you're able to project. And like you said, you don't start every day like that. But like, if everyone can just sort of be able to get in that mindset, it's not easy. Like, that's something I know that you have to practice. I think it's also a matter of, like, collectiveness, too. And and I, that that meaning more like, you know, you say, wow, like, what a headspace that you're in. But truth be told, it was a headspace that I was introduced to. And the reason that I speak on these things is because I, I feel it's important for other people to be aware of it. Because the mind is a very powerful thing where the moment you're aware of something, you now have a decision to make on whether you're long-term. Like, I, I think I've seen a quote once that was, uh, discipline. discipline is loving yourself in the long term. Right. And again, it's not to say every day is going to be the easiest thing, but if you're able to enter a headspace where you know that the the outcome you want for yourself is truly what you value, like you you don't just say, oh, yeah, you know, tomorrow I'm going to go to the gym. Like, no, like you like that. That's just that might just be saying, it. you know, that's just and your word is powerful. You know, again, maybe I'm getting into too many like separate topics here, but. Um, I introduced that headspace to other people simply because it was introduced to me. And I think I have a responsibility to to collectively get as many people to feel that way because we're all connected to one another. You know, the universe is massive and expansive and, you know, it could be very easy to feel small, but, you know, that all of that is inside of us and we are all one another, you know, we're all each other's mirrors. So I'm I'm just out here steady projecting that, you know, steady projecting the good headspace. I love that. 
Go ahead, Krishna. I was just going to say I love that. And I think if we can continue to improve that about ourselves um, and like it affects everybody around us and then it raises the energy and the consciousness of, of, of everybody around us, um, which is really important, I think, in today's world. And, you know, I know that you work as the head of community and um, I'm sure that you see the impact of that in your immediate community that you work with every day, too. Um, that's awesome. Um, my next question is, what are you the most excited about these days? Don't laugh at me, but the thing I'm most excited for is a video game. I'm a lifelong gamer. It's a video game that's coming out in summer of 2023 called Bomb Rush Cyberpunk. And uh, it's basically a... I guess you could say a legacy, a, a game that's paying homage to one of my favorite video games when I was a kid called Jet Set Radio Future, which came out in 2002. So to see this kind of like refreshed, revamped version of, of what is my favorite game of all time coming in just like six to eight months, whew, I am pumped as hell about that. I mean, again, a ton of other things, but the, the, the most, that, definitely that. I love, I love that so much. That is such a great answer because it's so honest and it's so just like, all right, you know what? I know I'm supposed to like something else or I'm not, I know I'm supposed to want something deep or be excited about something deep, but you guys, this game, <laughs> I just love that so much. Uh, my husband and I actually just recently caved and got a switch um, and we were playing Mario Kart just the other night for the first time, and he did not realize that I was really good at Mario Kart. So it was a very fun thing. So sometimes those little things, man, they can just bring so much happiness. The little things are, are what matters, right? Like, that, that's, the, that's the thing you appreciate the most about people is, you know, not, not just the fact that we did this massive grandos thing, but know that on, you know, on a Friday night, we... We played Super Mario while drinking wine, eating pizza. Like that That's such a great vibe. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it so much. Um, so I'm, I'm curious, what is your first NFT or your favorite NFT? You can answer both either. If you don't remember one, go ahead. So the very first NFT I ever got was uh, as a result of my entry to this space. Um, the Top Shot NFTs from the December 2020 to January 2021 stage. I was part of that group that got onboarded. Um, truth be told, I, I I only ever, I had learned about NFTs as a financial instrument initially. And I mean, who wouldn't, right? Like seeing $5 to 5000 like unicorn. Like when, whenever in your life were you going to see something like that? So um, I was born at night, but not last night. So I acted on that very quickly. And, uh, but as I learned more about the technology, I got really, really infatuated. I was like, oh, wow, provable ownership of assets that are self-custody that you could sell in a peer-to-peer -peer network. This is it's pretty intriguing. So and then the and I'm, I'm at, so I graduated as a software engineer. So uh, the the nerd in me got really really interested, and uh, as I learned more, I got deeper, and I was like, wow, this is kind of a big deal. Uh, <laughs> so I got a lot a lot further in, and then uh, that was that was like what brought me into the space. That was my first NFTs, and then my favorite NFT is a tie between two. 
And uh, don't hate me just because I'm my favorite is not the company I work for, but my favorite NFT is between two is a toss up on my noble Nombat from D friends. Um, that was a, that was such a heavy conviction by namely because like, regardless of personal opinions on, on Gary Vaynerchuk, there's a lot of things you can bet against and Gary V is not one of them. So I for sure like made the move on that. And then another, the other one that I put in a tie is from a group called crypto package goods. I'm really, really impressed with how they're integrating web three into e-commerce and retail. Uh, and these are all folks that have like that group specifically is a ton of folks that have experience in consumer, pa- the actual CPG consumer package goods. And, um, it's just a really nice network of people to learn from. And and I actually joined it because I was very interested in applications for blockchain outside of uh, finance or NFTs. So discovering things like supply chain solutions. I actually wrote a whole article on that um, and how, how, how interesting of a technology blockchain could be for tracking assets as they move from country to country, from state to state, you name it. So, uh, sorry for the long-winded answer, but that's it. So before I pass this to Amanda, because it is her turn, I had no idea that you were so smart. I don't know. I don't know if that's an offensive thing to say, but like you're a software engineer and you're into the finance side, and then you looked into all of these. Really, it was like, wait a minute, I thought he was into like music. I guess technology is one of the things that you're, but I was just really expecting, like, like it was totally on brand for me that you answered video game. And now I'm like, wow, there are a lot more sides to Glez than I thought there was. There's, <laughs> there's levels to this shit, for real. There's levels to this shit. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. Uh, when you mentioned CPG, I was like, okay interesting that is a very interesting you know sort of pivot a different layer to this all that's really cool um so we'll we'll move on um we can come back to that later uh what is this is always a fun one so what's your guilty web3 pleasure okay you can't like Oh, please do not cast too much judgment on me. I mean, if you do, it's okay. No, we're going to judge, so it's all right. Okay, that's perfectly fine. My guiltiest Web3 pleasure was back in my NFT flipping days. Uh, Again, like long before I... I mean, again, I was learning about it as I was participating in the flipping massive... Just bull run. The bull run was, was bonkers. Like I said, unicorn money, you know, like... It's one of those things where I was very fortunate to have discovered it and I, I didn't want to fumble the bag, whatever. One of my guiltiest pleasures was uh, when people, I would sell an NFT to someone and then uh, like I, I would, t- I was going to say I'd time it well, but I, I'd get lucky enough that I sold it at a higher uh, price point than what I bought in at. And then I would notice that because so many people, the, the level of, trading that people were doing were like by the by the seconds you know like almost minutes so people would were buy in at the price that i sold to them at and then maybe five minutes later were selling at a loss so then i would buy the person i just sold it to 
at a loss, keep my profit, get buy back into the thing, so the to the collection, and then if I caught another run up, which pretty frequently I would, um, I would sell it again. So <laughs> my guiltiest pleasure was was uh, taking like really how do you say it? like salt on the wounds kind of deal, which is like a, such a such a I guess mean way of looking at it, but. It was always, it was always like ha fucking loser. So you get for not having patience. <laughs> no, it's a business, right? Everybody that like sells shames or whatever, like I understand that it's art, but art has always been traded and sold and you know, wheeled and dealed type thing. So I mean, hey, yeah, why should you be guilty about that? I don't see any reason. I thought you were gonna say something way more embarrassing, so no, nah, no. Nah, th- thankfully, it's, it's just that I, because because again, right? Because it's humans on the other side of the of the screen, you know. But in my head, I'm like, I'm about to make you feel max pain. I'm about to re- I'm about to make you wish you didn't sell it. Let's go. I feel like that's very similar though to like when you're playing video games and you're like, "Fuck you." fuck you and you're just like cursing but you would never ever talk to an actual human like well i mean you wouldn't you would also theoretically not shoot people but so, you know you get what I'm saying. <laughs> this is i just to, to i i want to validate that because yes um on warzone like when you hear me talking here right like very nice and polite and all that like and because this this is me this is who i am and I, I like i said at the beginning i'm tapping into myself it's wonderful but yo, when I get competitive, like I'm talking mad shit. I'm talking mad shit in your ear. And like the newest Warzone that just came out, they have this feature called proximity chat, which effectively is like in the game, once you're close to somebody, to an enemy, you can have comms with one another. So I'll approach someone in a building and I'll see that that they can hear me and I can hear them. And I'll just start, yo, I'm 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 about to wreck your shit. Like you're you're up there, second floor camping. I see you. I'm gonna walk in there, shoot you. And then I'm going to take your shit and I'm going to leave. And it just, yeah. So I, I, not to say I'm toxic, but in a video game, like I, I talk my shit. That's really funny. Um, hey, it's just a different part, uh, a different um, uh, aspect of your personality. And as long as you embrace it, then that's cool too. <laughs> um, the next question is, um, what have you been focused on lately? Uh, more than anything, myself, um, for the last like six to eight months, the last six to eight months have been really interesting for me because a year ago, I was begging for, for me to be in the situation that I'm in. And life has a very interesting way of giving you exactly what you want. And then you being forced to ask yourself, is this actually what I wanted? And uh, that's where I find myself now. You know, like all I wanted was to be working full time in Web3. I wanted to be at a startup. I wanted to be totally immersed in the space. And, and here it is. Here I have it. And 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 yet I'm not fulfilled. Right. Like yet I'm not satisfied. Like what what happened? And it's like I feel like it's God talking to me saying like this. I gave I've given you what, what you've asked for. And still you're you're not pleased. So it's been a challenge for myself because because I'm because it's got me thinking right like well what more is there what else is important what else do I value 
and things have become a lot more clear over the last six to eight months. And I, and I believe that as I continue growing, I'll gain more clarity. I'll learn more about what's important to me, where my priorities are, what it is that I'd, I'd like to do. You know, I'm not, I'm not here to say that, you know, the end, the end all be all is to have like crazy financial freedom, 15,000 cars and like, you know, like all, all these things are material. And uh, th- this gentleman, his name is Naval Rabinkan. Uh Perhaps you guys have, have seen him. He's at Naval on Twitter. And he, he often has a lot of really nice dialogue. There was one thing that he said some time ago on a, on a Joe Rogan podcast that, that I, I heard the clip of it. And he goes, the healthy man wants 10,000 things. The sick man only wants one. And it's in our endless desires that happiness eludes us. And man, that just sat with me so hard, so, so hard. And uh, since then, that's kind of the things that I've been tapping into more is like, what can I let go of? And uh, that, that's what I mean in terms of uh, what I've been working on the most or, or getting excited about the most is I'm, I'm really working on letting go of, of not to say things that I don't need, but things that don't serve me, I guess maybe is the better word choice. I think that's such a good answer, Quez, and I love Naval. I so I graduated college um, a little like a couple years ago, and I listened to Naval nonstop after graduating, um, and was always really, really um, interested in the startup space and whatever. And um, kind of like similar to you, found myself in in the same spots, like, yeah, I've, I've kind of accomplished all of that. And now what, you know, and um, one of Naval's um, quotes, like success does not earn happiness. Happiness is being satisfied with what you have. And it's like, you know, it, it kind of like really has a way of bringing you to the present moment and like recognizing that if you're not happy with, with where you are sitting in the same chair that you're sitting in, then nothing else is going to bring you that level of happiness and like easier said than done, you know? Um, Like it's easy for me to say like, I can sit in this chair with absolutely nothing and like peak in my happiness. But like, you know, and and this comes almost from um, like personally experiencing it too. I think happiness is a mindset. And I think like people can come at me for saying that, but like, you know, people say like, how do you get happy? And I think you can like, I, I, honestly genuinely believe that you can practice being happy and satisfied and if you can like tune into the feeling of being happy day in and day out that's going to become your default and like that can be a default mood um so I really really resonate with what you're saying and um I loved that answer thank you for sharing that happiness is a choice yeah and uh that's precisely what Naval said in fact just to take it even further I'm actually reading the almanac of Naval right now. So uh, to hear that that you have also gone through this and that it's just it's it's such wow man I'm telling you it's it's the mirrors man it's just mirrors everyone's holding a mirror to me so you you are me and I am you and I appreciate you being here a lot seriously um, oh and then one thing that I wanted to say because uh, you because you had mentioned that. Oh, uh, sorry, it, it came back to me. Uh, 
it's it's also the same principle of like if happiness truly is a choice i think there's tactics so to speak that you can do and uh it's the notion of as i practice gratitude more i have more things to be grateful for and the more i am grateful the more life brings me things to be grateful for and that and that can be such so i i can give you a list of 10 things that i'm grateful for right now i'm grateful that i'm breathing i'm grateful that I can walk. I'm grateful that I can have a conversation with you. I can hear you. Okay. Even though I have a bit of hearing loss, I can still hear you. I can see in front of me. I see there's a mirror in front of me and I'm looking at myself. You know, I'm not saying I'm the, I'm a model, but I'm bad either. So, um, yeah, like it's the more you're grateful, the more life will bring you things to be grateful for. Yeah. I, I, I love that. And I agree with that. Thanks for taking it a step further. And I think like I, I attended um, a retreat this weekend and it's so funny that you bring up gratitude because one of the topics that we talked about was like how to be unconditionally grateful. And, you know, I think it's, it's one thing to say like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful for my car or like, you know, whatever, or, like all the good things in your life. But like, what about all the bad things too? You know, like if, if you can be great, well, not, I don't even want to call them bad things. Though. Like what if you can be grateful for all of your gifts and blessings, you know, like, I don't want to, I don't want to take this away from, you know, take the conversation away from what it is. But I think like, you know, expanding, having the power to be grateful for all of your gifts and blessings, regardless of what they've brought you, like have brought you to where you're sitting today and like to tie it all together. Like that is what leads to the happiness and satisfaction. And I think, um, like, I think that's, that's really important to recognize too. All those moments of suffering are precisely what's brought me to feeling happy. It's like, it's literally the seed that gets planted it really is it's it's kind of that crazy thing you know it's ed Milet actually says something interesting too about it he says um work to be happily dissatisfied so you are constantly working towards the next thing you're constantly dissatisfied with where you are in that you are trying to make your space and you better but you do so with happiness and and um gratitude for what you currently have i am going to push us forward though we are <laughs> we're pretty behind we might not make it through all of these questions and that's okay i i really genuinely I appreciate the organic conversation and getting to know you more than getting through all of the questions. And I hope that that's okay with you too. Um, but I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, uh, throw this out. What is the best or most recent compliment that you have received? Uh, literally just now, like just now, like what, what, what you guys are saying, uh, you know, this, this feeling organic, this feeling like we're meant to be here, you know, that it's a big deal for me. So, uh, that is the best compliment I've gotten. And, uh, yeah, very, very happy to be here. So thank you guys. That makes me so happy. Go ahead, Amanda. <laughs> I'm like, this is terrible, but like, I'm going to pull the, the Kanye, right? I have to go back to the last question. Like, I, I gotta stop you, Lindsay, but I have to go back to this. And I, I have Let's to go. ask you because it's something that I've pondered a long time and you touched on it. Do you think that mindset of being able to sit and be grateful is something that people that have been through some shit, it, that's the only way that you're, you're able to get there and get to that mindset, like to be able to be grateful 
for the things that you have. Yeah, I, I, like I said, it's like moment. The moments of suffering are what are what teaches us. It's what teach us the things that that we understand what it is to be a woman, right? But I think about my mom a lot, and I think about you know what what can I do to to be a better son? What can I do to people have to go through shit? It just that that is the case of all human evolution. We we get presented with a series of challenges, some that may target our, our means for survival, like whether or not we live. And when we recognize how how futile, how, how quickly life can be just gone, it, it it teaches you like, wow, holy shit, like I, I'm alive. Like <laughs> like he, like that that is just the, the craziest thing to wrap my head around. And it doesn't hit everybody at the same time. You know, I, I, I know I'm a very, I'm very young and I have a lot of things to learn. I, I would be turning 27 in February. I'm an Aquarius. What's up? And, um, and I know I have a shit ton of stuff to learn, but I'm, I'm grateful that I'm, I've been exposed to this kind of, we, we talked about the headspace, right? Like th- this is perspective I've been gifted and a lot of people maybe don't get this until later in their life. And even then, it's like that. That's not not to say it's a bad thing, but you know, you don't have to necessarily have it earlier or later. You you have it at precise. The universe will teach you everything that you need to know about yourself at precisely the moment that it's meant for you to learn it. And I'm a big believer of that. That's why I talked about synchronicity. I'm a big believer in serendipity. You know, like just acting out of who you are. Like everything you do will create courses in your life or paths in your life that will lead to that you even have a decision, you know, like, do I want to suffer in the short term? Do I want to suffer immediately? Do I want to suffer, you know, later in my life because I'm sacrificing this in exchange for that? If you have all these decisions, but the point is that you, you will eat shit. You will fall face, face first. Not everything is going to be perfect because nothing is perfect. And that's the only thing that is ever perfect is the fact that it doesn't exist. And, and yeah, again, maybe, maybe I've gone on too much of a tangent, but, I, I do think that the 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 this perspective that you're given, uh, and that only comes as a result of suffering. Um, I hope you don't mind me share this little bit. Um, so I'm epileptic, and I have a whole bunch of weird other symptoms, and and there have been multiple times where I have almost died, or like I've I've had a seizure in the shower, and not fallen, or and and fallen, and so if my husband wasn't there, I would have drowned. Type things, and so. Like, a lot of people say, like, you know, I'm so sorry that that happened and I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. But honestly, like, there are a lot of days where I can't stand up because I'm too dizzy and I'm falling over. But then the days that I wake up and I can just stand are like, it's going to be a fucking good day. And so there are so many people out there who just get up and they stand every day. And they don't take that and they're not grateful for it. So exactly what you're saying, Quez, where it's like, you could look at that and say, you know, poor me, I have all these things that happened to me. Or you could look at that and say, wow, I get to experience a different level of gratitude than other people experience. And I just think it's an amazing thing that you're there. So, yeah. I, I had no idea. I appreciate you feeling uh, confident and vulnerable enough to to, to share that. Uh, you're a fucking superhero, literally. So more power to you. And um, 
Yeah, your 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 husband's a lucky man. That's that's for damn sure because uh, he's got a superhero for a wife. We're all lucky. I'll just put in. We're all lucky, fucking Lindsay, um, to have her in our lives. And I love that Facts. you just made yourself, Lindsay. <laughs> Great job. Uh, you guys, I love you so much. <laughs> So to pivot off that, I'm going to go into, I'm just going to go into our deepest question. Was there ever a time that you almost gave up and what made you keep going? Can you give me a second to think about this? Yeah, of course. I know it's one of those tough ones when it's like, you know, oh my gosh, when, I mean, heck. I know, Amanda, you and I probably have had a bunch of those just the past couple months where we're like, uh, maybe I should give up. <laughs> those are the days that I'm most grateful for you, even though I'm a salty pirate. I, I have two instances. One that was a, a lesson from a younger life, like it was because of somebody else, and then another recent. Is that Okay. Of course. Yes, please. The, the first time I wanted to give up was my very first semester in university. I had just moved to uh, Orlando uh, and I was attending UCF. It was my first semester in, as, uh, in, in the mechanical engineering program. And I was very eager to like, just start taking heavy courses. So it's a summer and I'm taking only two classes, but you know, it's a six week course. So it's insanely condensed and I'm taking chemistry and trigonometry and I'll never forget. Like I was maybe two or three weeks, yeah, probably two weeks into it. And um, my days were basically like school during the day. And then at least with trigonometry specifically, there would be like 60 to 80 problems per chapter and you're doing three chapters each week and then that gets broken down into several sections whatever all of this to say that just a, a lot of time spent doing practice problems right and uh, I'll never forget I was up until like it had been uh, another week of just staying up until 2 a.m waking up at 5 30 like literally three hours later and then going you know trying to go out I was I was in the same health you know health flow about working in the morning, working out in the morning, all that good stuff. And um, I'll never forget. I, ca I called my parents and I, and I told them like, I just, I don't think I can, it was my first breakdown, like I'm crying, bawling my eyes out. Like I, I just, I'm so fucking stressed. I don't know what to do. Like it just doesn't stop the exams and then the people and, and I'm trying to make friends and I can't make friends. Cause I don't know anybody. And it's so fucking weird. Everyone's a fucking weird. It just so much. And then, my my parents gave the most his famous Hispanic. Uh, we're, we're, my family is Cuban. I'm first generation American. Uh, the most famous Hispanic line is "Mira, Cristian, ponte las pilas," which is just a way of like I guess you could say put put on your batteries, like get to it, like, put the shit, get to it, kind of deal. And uh, it was not the advice I needed, <laughs> which was the funniest part of it all. And um, I share that because that was the first time I wanted to give up and I didn't, but not because it was my choice. It was because 
I felt like I was doing it for somebody else, my family. Like, hell, that was the whole reason I was in school, really, was because, you know, my my folks were the one pushing me, like, yo, you want to be successful, you got to be in school. And, and sure, you know, I was interested in, like, engineering and math, and I, was, I didn't even know anything about, like, programming at that time. It wasn't until my – I changed my major seven times. Who the fuck does that, you know? So uh, until I finally landed in software engineering, and I did everything. I was in marketing and general contracting and then back to mechanical. It was, it was a mess, whatever. The second time, the more the, the, real, the real time um, was uh, ba- basically in the last, the last six months. I was telling you guys earlier about how a, a part of me was really struggling to kind of like figure out what I'm suited for, right? Like, like God has given me exactly what I had asked for a year ago. And I still felt so freaking lost, so lost to the point that I'm just like, do I even need to be around here anymore? Am I, am I, what am I, what am I actually doing with my life? And uh, as Naval has stated, you know, we talked about Naval several times. It's like, you don't, there is no, there's no answer to what the meaning of your life is. Life is entirely meaningless. And people can get, can get caught up in this uh, mentality. And I know it sounds kind of negative, but like, can you get caught up in this mentality? It's like, well, well, if life is meaningless, does that mean I'm meaningless? No, the, the purpose is that you make your life meaningful. Like, that's the good news is that you, you have the power to make things happen for you. So the reason I didn't give up was because I recognized that. It's like, okay, so not everything is going exactly as you thought. And that's okay. And you're not a multimillionaire yet. That's also okay. And uh, yeah, you know, you made some choices that you thought were going to be great and they maybe haven't worked out. And that's okay too. And uh, that that was me. <laughs> it just, even now as I say it, I, I feel lifted again because cause it's all good, you know? Like n- none of this shit is a race. None of it matters. We're here for a hundred years and then we're gone. Yeah, I bet God willing, right? Like you know, assuming, um, and and the the whole point is to just be good. At least in my opinion, is I have control over being good to one another, to listening to people when they speak, to being a good friend, a good son, a good brother. Hopefully, one day a good father, right? Like they, these are the things that are in my control, and because it's in my control, I'm unstoppable. So that's why I didn't give up. That is absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's I feel like a lot of us can really, really relate, but especially, you know, what you said about life is meaningless and therefore you make it meaningful. It It's so true. It's like there's no, I do feel like there's a lot of expectation of this is what you need to be or or you need to make sure you're fulfilling yourself in this way in particular. And it's like, no, what what makes you happy, not what makes society happy, is what's going to make your life fulfilled. And that might be something entirely different than what the next person has. It's okay to live large. It's okay to live small. But what is it that I want? And I just think that's that's a really, that was really cool, the way you phrased that. It was really neat. Spiritual freedom above all else. That, that's what I go for. I want the soul to be boundless. 
that's beautiful. The soul is boundless. It's just about us tapping into it and recognizing that, right? And every time there's initiate there's like an initiation, it's our choice on, you know, on whether we choose to go into that boundlessness or or not. And we have free will, which is, which is, you know, um, which is uh, so great and um, also like really annoying at the same time. <laughs> Um, you know, I am going to go with my gut on this one and I'm going to, um, Lindsay and Amanda, I'm going to go into our very last question here, um, which is what do you hope that people take away from this interview about who you are? That's an awesome question. The things that I hope people took away is, uh, like, holy shit, this guy's a fucking weirdo. Uh, and I mean that in the sense of, well, I, I think I'm a little different. Like, we're all alike each other. Like I said, we're we're more like each other than anything. But I believe I'm a superhero. I think everyone's a superhero. And what I mean by that is there's people that recognize that they have superpowers. And my power, that, the absolute, my favorite thing about me is through this phone, right here on Twitter Spaces, you can feel my energy. I know you can. And that's because I've I've chosen to send it out. I, I I chose for you to feel me, you know, like in a real in a real way, bro. Like I'm hugging you, you know. I'm right there with you, what's up? And uh, and that's what I hope people can take away is like this is an individual who lives in his truth, an individual who has no idea what the fuck is going on, in the sense of like I don't have shit figured out, you know. I don't think I ever will, but I'll be damned if I'm if I don't at least try. And uh, even if I don't figure it out, I will live in what I perceive to be my truth. I'm not going to ask anyone for permission to do the things that I think are best for me, for my family. Hell, even when my family disagrees with the decisions that I make. Again, I come from an immigrant household where you go to college, get a degree, get a big boy job. And I did, I did those things, was not fulfilled, and I still left. And in my household, that's very odd, very, very why you know this guy's a he, i thought he was smart but he looks like a fucking idiot based on that decision but uh i don't need anyone i don't need anyone's permission to to be me to fly to feel boundless and um you know i also don't care much about legacy like again like we're we're marcus aurelius has a really really brilliant I, I, he called me out because i i used to which is crazy to say right a, a man who wrote a book two thousand years ago is basically his journal 2000 years ago called me out in this day and age 2000 years later and he talked about just my last point here uh, talked about legacy and how how people that claim they they like legacy or that it's important to them are just bullshitting you uh legacy is long-term clout chasing and he goes how could you claim to care about legacy when you yourself do not even grieve nor mourn over the names of the people who have built the very city by which you say legacy is important to you. Meaning like on the ground that you stand here on the city hall in Greece, right? Like you're standing in the middle on this platform and you are saying that legacy is important to you, but yet you don't cry over the people that built the very platform for you to say that cap cap cut the shit. That's basically what he's saying. No long-term so I let that shit go, and uh, and and it, 
really gave me the freedom of, wow, I could just be good in my interactions. I can control this. Right? I could talk with you. And again, right, I talked about those, the superpower of letting my energy flow to somebody else. Yeah, yo, even in a, like, I'm telling you, I was just in Metaverse Miami last week. And there were interesting people that I saw walking around and I, and I knew I wanted to talk to them. So it was like, I would, without saying a word, I would just send my energy over, you know, almost like tap them on the shoulder. And then the moment they locked eyes with me, I'd be like, yo, what's up? You know, like all of this totally intentional. So yeah, that's the, uh, that's what I hope people take away is that, that, I, that not, not just that I am the person that I'm, that can, that I am doing this, like it's unmistakable, but that because I live in my truth, so can you. But it's up to you to define it. And uh, and I don't know if anyone else could help you with it outside of yourself. And maybe that takes a little bit of self-reflection or some meditation or just going out for a walk. I feel like it can provide so much clarity. So, but yeah, I live in my truth and you should too. That, that's what I think the takeaway is. So to wrap us up, um, I always write down the things, the three things that people say at the beginning of the interview, um, just to keep in my mind. And I want to remind you what you said um, when we asked you, what three words do you think others might use to describe you? You said genuine, charismatic, reliable, and that you, you show up, you eat shit, and you help. And I don't think that this could be a clearer example of, of, of those qualities. Like, I don't think anyone has ever had uh, that we've interviewed sort of the introspection and self-reflection to like nail themselves that well, right? Like literally you talked about those exact things. You hit it right on the head. So that was awesome. Well, that was awesome. And so are you guys. So uh, again, if I may just give my flowers one more time, like you have, all, all of you have, have made me feel very special today. And it's, uh, it's warming. I feel, I feel your warmth. So thank you very much. I'm so glad that you feel that. We're so glad that you were able to come on with us. I'm so glad. It, uh, I hope I didn't just rug my alarm just went off. But um, we we so appreciate you coming and joining us. Uh, Afrodiva, thank you for hanging out. Dahlia, hi. We're actually just wrapping up. We just got to know Quez really, really well. And it was really, really awesome to be able to talk to you and get to know you a little bit more. And again, like I said earlier, like there's definitely a lot more sides to quiz and and to everybody and that's one of the reasons why we love this podcast so much so thank you so much for joining us thank you and i i we should all keep in touch this was so awesome like definitely like you said felt your energy through the phone yeah i would absolutely love to keep in touch uh i think you're all wonderful so i mean i, I know we're already in the little in the dms but you know, if you guys want to either, like, I'm happy to send phone numbers or whatever, telegram, whatever is more comfortable for, for all of y'all, whatever you think is a, the best means of communication. But um, again, like, I, I don't, you don't meet people by accident, you know, you don't get to talk to them by accident. So it was all, it was all meant for us to be here. And, and I'm, I'm very grateful that we got to spend that time together. Yeah, likewise. Thanks so much, Quez. It was such a pleasure to get in, uh, getting to chat with you today and learning about you. And also just a fat shout out to Krishna because, you know, another Naval supporter. That's real. That's hella real. 
I'm going to have to DM you and uh, we're going to have to geek out about that a little bit. And like, I want to know more of your daily practices. I'm, I'm curious. I, I'm such a big believer in like just introspection and just, I don't know. I'm, I'm a pretty quiet person. I kind of say to myself, but it's because I'm, I'm just interested in, in like knowing myself better. So I love it. Thanks for this conversation. Yeah, of course. And just to wrap it up, like that, that is the gift that self-awareness gives you. It's like, oh man, like I know myself so well that I get to love myself to the maximum. And because I love myself more than anybody else will ever love me. It's like, you see it. I'm just, I'm a, I'm just a boundless source of love. And I'm not going to say light because, you know, sometimes I'd be on my toxic shit that we talked about right with the war zone. Okay. But, um, for the most part, <laughs> for the most part, uh, pretty fun, right? So again, a tremendous, tremendous thank, thank yous to each of you. For real, serious love. Thank you so much. I love you guys. Every sing- I swear to God, this whole week, every single space has just been like, I love you all so much. There's been so much just love everywhere. And I appreciate the crap out of y'all. And we're going to go in circles complimenting and thanking forever. So I am actually going to end this space. And um, we'll definitely keep in touch. And and thank you again for listening, for hanging out. I appreciate you guys. Um, we'll talk soon. Bye, y'all.